Denny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Your dreams have now been fulfilled. You're rocking with the best. It's your boys, Randy J. Cruz, Sir Denny Blanco. It's in the game podcast. We have a special guest in the building. That's right, my man Robin Lumberg from Sports Illustrated. Find him on Twitter at Robin Lumberg. From my man Denny Blanco on IG, Twitter, TikTok, all that good stuff. At Sir Denny Blanco. Find myself Randy J. Cruz, R E N D Y, letter J C R U Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. NBA, uh, just less than a week away before we you know get things rolling robert lumber how excited are you for the upcoming nba season well you know it's interesting because i i'm really excited about the tournament actually more than anything else and mm-hmm. and i feel like that's contrary i guess to the public perception but here's the thing is the beginning of the regular season important not really right i think they need to get back to elevating the regular season so it feels like it matters otherwise how are you supposed to sell people on November basketball, mm-hmm. you know, football's going on, everything else is going on. The, the The main excitement for me is really just those random weeknights, you know, where there's, there's, you know, it's getting a little colder outside. Uh, if there's not an NFL game on, it's like, oh, okay, the NBA's back. It's that comfort food. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, elevating the, the gravitas of the beginning of the season, I do think the tournament is going to be better than people expect. Mm-hmm. Danny Blanco, take it away, man. Importance. You mentioned importance. Load management makes it important. No. <laughs> what do you think about that new rule with the load management? Because again, it makes it important. November. Say, hey, listen, you can't rest your guys. It's a TNT game, ESPN game, baby. You can't rest. It's embarrassing that it's come to that. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are things. There was a point in time where all the non basketball stuff was very entertaining. You know, free agency and the like. LeBron, where is he going to go? But he was a free agent. There's been since I don't I don't know if there was a specific marker, but there have been things that I think are legitimately bad for the NBA's brand and image and their fans. One is what's going on with like James Harden right now. Nobody likes that. There's nothing entertaining about that. It, it's disgraceful. You know, like a, a triple quitter. You quit three times in a row. And w- when you have look at the Nets team for example, as many guys as were disgruntled or wanted out in that process who are stars that eventually starts rubbing people the wrong way. Nobody wants that out of sports to see somebody getting paid $40 million and can't show up and be happy with his third consecutive team. And the other is the load management issue, which I'm not putting on the players specifically. That's not their fault, but you are conveying, you are conveying to the fan base that the games don't matter when you're sitting these guys down. And, and therefore you're also conveying whether you're doing it explicitly or not, you're conveying a message that, "Eh, yeah, we don't really care. You know, yeah, you know, for the people that do go, oh, they don't try as hard, or these guys are divas and all that. Those are the things that are are adding fuel to that fire. Um, Getting parody in the league, showcasing the stars, uh, this this tournament that I just referenced, those are the things I think they need to focus on now because we – got past the the point of player empowerment to player entitlement a while ago. Right. And listen, as of a half hour ago, I'm on Twitter. I see Sham saying James Harden was a no-show for practice in Philly, which is kind of like the norm because I I think he's sending the message that he does want out. The thing is, you know, how quickly can they get him out of there and who would want to take on a guy like James Harden right now? Like what team would you think 
would take the bait and say, you know what, I can use Harden probably for, like for one more year before we give him a max contract. What team could use a James Harden right now? Well, everyone's talked about the Clippers, right? That's the team that's been out there. The other one that would make some sense is Miami. Um, you know, given that they didn't get Damian Lillard, Harden doesn't exactly feel like a fit with heat culture yeah. um, and the Miami lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a good fit with the Miami lifestyle, but of not course. when it comes to how that, that jives with basketball. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the thing that happened with Harden. I mean, like people want to try and figure all this stuff out. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I'm sure Daryl Morey may have said something to him that in his mind did not turn out to be true specifically. But you're looking at a guy who's getting paid a ton of money and is still a very good player. But he's no longer the best version of himself, mm -hmm. and he's trending downward. So who wants to give him, under this new CBA, a new max contract on top of what he's got for four years or whatever it is, and the back end of it's $60 million? That's the real issue here is the Sixers are looking at that and going, okay, maybe last year they, they kicked the can down the road. And now this year they're going, yeah, we can't really do that. So he feels betrayed and he's like, oh, I got to get out of here and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But he's not getting that deal somewhere else either. He's just getting a um, a, a, a new runway. Yeah. And before I go with Dennis, I'll, I'll give him the lob. So we we actually had like a little argument slash debate on Harden about like a, a two weeks ago. So he's saying that Harden, Harden right now, it ain't he's not Houston Rocket Harden. I, I think we all know that. But with the time in Philadelphia, if he, if he remains to be there, we were saying that, you know, he would play well in the regular season, but have his ups and downs in the playoffs. And I, I said that James Harden, the reason why Philly ain't get to the conference finals last year was not solely on James Harden because obviously MB was an MVP. He had up and down in the playoffs. So he's like more like James Harden ain't the guy. He should be the guy right now, but he's not. But I'm like, you can't put 100% on James Harden for the for the failure last year because you, you could put it on him and beat and Doc Rivers. That's why Doc ain't there no more. Yeah, I, I mean, look, when the Houston thing came to an end, uh, you could have – it was ugly. Nobody liked the way that that went down either. Yeah. But at least he, he had carried that team for the longest time, been an engine for that team, mm -hmm. and – you could at least understand the idea of, all right, I did everything I could here. It's time for, for something new, some sort of benefit of the doubt. Maybe that's because I like the Nets too. I was giving him a benefit of the doubt. He came into Brooklyn, right attitude, played great. He was great at the beginning. But then as soon as things went south there, he's all of a sudden wanting another trade. And then he goes to Philly. Remember all the interviews he did in Philly? He was like, I told you all about the stuff behind the scenes in Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> and then now... He wants out of the Sixers situation who are on paper title can like it's fair to say the Sixers with Harden were title contenders last yeah. year are title contenders now. Um he's hurt his legacy. He has. He's he's hurt the way he's viewed. He, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. It, it doesn't take away from his statistical accomplishments. Mm. It doesn't take away from any influence he had on the game. But when you combine playoff failures with flopping nonsense, with quitting repeatedly, no one's going to view you with a high popularity rating. Mm. Danny Blanco. Woo! Woo! Robin, I'm about to give you a name for it. You cooking, boy! <laughs> you cooking, you cooking, baby! You made, See, Randy, when you got somebody that makes sense, you got to give him props, you feel me? Listen, you mentioned Dame earlier. <clears throat> 
surprised that he didn't go to Miami. And second question to that, NBA Finals a bust with Milwaukee, adding Dane? Hmm. I mean, I guess, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are pretty darn good, right? Um, that's one thing that it, for, for all the negative stuff I've been spewing, I think the positive is when we look at the NBA landscape now, it's as even as it's been in a long, long time. Because Dame goes to Milwaukee, and they're probably the favorites, but it ain't like, oh, they they can't be got. They can't be beat. Uh, defensively, what are they going to do on the perimeter? Boston is also very good. Um, behind them, you know, I think there's a group of teams in the East that will be interesting sorting it out. In the West, you're like, is it the, the Nuggets going back? How are the Suns going to do? Do they have enough depth? Where are the Lakers at? You know, there's a lot of teams that you're mentioning. But sure, when you make that move, that's the, the goal in mind. I don't think anybody's making any bones about it that, you know, Dame wanted to, to shift his situation. Uh, on paper, he and Giannis are a perfect fit, at least on the offensive end and the, the defensive end to an extent as well because of, of Giannis defensively and Brooke back there helping to clean up. But uh, on offense, I mean, they should be hand in glove. That that should be perfect. Um, but it, it, it's no longer, you know, the, the three-point shot has changed things. Uh, I, I don't think we're we live in an era anymore where it's just like a couple players can do it. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. you need a complete roster in order to get things done. So the the top of the roster, no question, uh, they're, they're good, and 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 I think they would put those expectations on themselves. But I guess this is a long way of saying I don't think a Milwaukee title is guaranteed. Mm. Uh, before Randy, you go, I, you know, because I was like, there's a hair that's just just this little. Th- Little elf that's telling me Boston, 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 because they look tough defensively with Drew Holiday. I don't know. Is it something? T- what, what do you think, Randy? Um, it kind of leads to my point because last week you we we did an Eastern Conference and Western Conference uh, Finals predictions, and you, Denny Blanco, you know, we'll see what, if Robin agrees for the East. Uh, Denny had obviously Boston and Milwaukee, like everybody got. Boston, Milwaukee. Um, he had the Denver Nuggets and the LA Lakers in the conference finals. Me, on the contrary, Robin, I had Denver and the Phoenix Suns, and I had I'll take Milwaukee, but this could be just could be the fan in me. I got the Bucks and the Knicks in the conference finals. Which one do you agree agree or disagree with? Disagree with more? I mean, look, you're not that far off each other, right? Uh, I I I will say. It won't be either of those combinations. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be some other combination. But on paper, yeah, those are the I mean, look, Milwaukee and Boston's the the easy pick in the, the East. And I think some combination of those three teams in the West. Um, Golden State still in the mix. Uh the, the Clippers. The sleeper team out west to me is Oklahoma City. Um, you know, because Shea Gelt just Alexander is the real And deal. He loves OKC, Robin. He loves and they OKC. Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren is the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got those two guys, and all of a sudden, you got two stars. I mean, I think they legit have two stars. Mm-hmm. So the, the rest of that young roster coming up and, and building around them. But that's that's the sleeper team out west to me. I mean, Sac- Sacramento. You, I mean, obviously, you got, still got Sacramento back there. But, yeah, I've been, with, I've been just talking to Randy about OKC. I mean, I, I, SGA is aside. I love Giddy. And then you add Chet, Chet Holmgren, and I'm like, okay, now you're cooking with some grease. Now, now you can, now you can actually compete and go deep. And you know, I think they can go a little deep in the playoffs. We shall see. We shall see. Right? Mm-hmm. 
and I think it's it's very funny because you know me me and Denny uh we've had Robin at least once or twice a year for the last couple of years right and Denny there was a time where you know you you both were Brooklyn heavy right Nets is taking over the town better than the Knicks and it's like this everything was going right Katie Kyrie Harden all that all that stuff and the Knicks were below that still developing and trying to get this shit together but as time comes to now it's kind of like reversed where the knicks are like the better team in new york the, the brooklyn nets are not not saying rebuilding but they're not what they what they once were two or three years ago with their high profile guys um so robin tell me what's your what, what's your your thought process on how the knicks look right now how bk looks right now because they're both in different scenarios obviously they got ben simmons coming back i think who who will play better than he has the last couple of years that's just me they got mm-hmm. a, a budding all-star in mikhail bridges on the flip side you have the knicks who has potentially two all-stars in brunson and randall randall's been very productive since he's been in new york a budding star in rj barrett and conference semifinals last year where's your take on right now knicks and the nets i don't think it's a lock that the knicks are better than the nets um, RJ Barrett, budding star. <laughs> RJ wait, 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 no, no, no! Don't say that fast. Wait, slow down, slow down, Rand. No, no, Rand, 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 Rand. Robin, slow down, slow. Take your time. Wait, wait, you said you say that one more time. Slowly. I don't think it is a lock that the Knicks are better than the Nets. Uh, the the Knicks have done things well. Don't get me wrong. This is not a diss of the Knicks. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I think, proved himself to a lot of people last season. Uh, Julius Randle, at this point, has earned respect throughout the league. Uh, Dante Divincenzo, a smart little pickup. Um, RJ Barrett, budding star, that's going a little far. Uh, I, I think you need to see consistency out of him. I think the the wing play on the Knicks will be key. But if you go back just a few seasons ago, mm-hmm. the Knicks had a really great season, followed up by not such a great season uh, under the same regime, in a sense. Now that wasn't um, the, the same core group of players, um, and, and and I think the Knicks are absolutely in that mix. It's it's Milwaukee and Boston. We have to give maybe some respect to Miami at this point, but the regular season, they didn't finish there. But Milwaukee and Boston, then there's a group of teams. And the Knicks very well may emerge at the top of that. I'm not trying to diss the Knicks. Yeah. But on the the flip side of that is the Nets, who I think have a lot of variance on where they can be. Uh, If their wild cards do not pan out, I think the Nets are like a play-in-ish team, you know, in in that kind of group um, where you you know you've got McHale, who is – I think um, going to be an all-star and, and one of the better players in the NBA uh, growing. He's just such, such a versatile player. can shoot the ball, defend, play on and off the ball, uh, all those things, mm-hmm. and, and more volume. Uh, you got Cam Johnson, who is what he is, and, and that's like a, a very good uh, glue player. You know, yeah. he can play with anybody um, and, and shoot the ball and, and, and give you positives, no negatives. Uh, Claxton, pretty good uh, versatile defender, that kind of deal. But the, the wild cards for the Nets are Ben Simmons and Cam Thomas. And with Ben, you have to play the I'll believe it when I see it game. It, it's mm-hmm. only fair at this point. But he's looked way better in the preseason just physically. Absolutely. You know, he looks way more confident. Mm-hmm. And you say the Knicks might have two all-stars. Well, if Ben Simmons is the Ben Simmons he once was, then the Nets might have two all-stars. Ben Simmons and Mikael Bridges, right? Just because Bridges hasn't been on the All-Star team before. Simmons has, what, three times? Something like that? Yeah. Uh, and, and and again, I, I'm i not saying that is what is going to happen, 
I'm just saying it, it is one of the, we're in these multiverse realities, right? It is one branch reality where Ben Simmons rediscovers his all-star form. And remember back in the day, there was a time and B was on the sideline for an extended period of time. And Simmons led a team to, they had some sort of crazy winning streak or yeah. you know, they won you know, out of 20 games or something. That was wild. crazy. And there, and there was a question of who would you rather have, Embiid or Simmons, Embiid or Simmons, Embiid or Simmons. That went back and forth for a long time. Um, Simmons has to prove that, but that was who he was at one point in time. Cam Thomas is a bona fide NBA scorer. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bucket getter. Can he play defense? Can he play make? Can he play within a team? Those are the questions. He's only 21 years old. You know, if he also – goes in the correct direction. That, you know, if you're answering with the best possible version of Ben Simmons and Cam Thomas, I think that changes the equation of the Nets from play-in kind of team to top four, top yeah. five kind of team. Uh, and, and so that's where I'm saying it's not a lock. Um, but, you know, based off of last season, yeah, the Knicks are better. Well, you know what? Before Denny goes, I I want to commend you, Robin. I, I, I want to say you've, you've been held firm and solid in your – fandom for Brooklyn because unlike this guy over here to to the far left right whatever it is um he left he's no longer a BK net fan he once Harden Kyrie KD left he was like you know I'm done with it and now it just maybe I like him better now maybe I see what's up you know but he's not really on the bandwagon like you so so I thank you for for staying on it I like them better now like look look I had to (laughs) make myself root for those guys uh, <laughs> you know, this is a bunch. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard. And now I see a Kyrie headline, and I'm like, "Hey, have fun with that, guys." Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Ky- there's a there's a Kyrie tweet in the drafts right now uh-huh. that is going to cause a, a ruckus. <laughs> Danny Blanco. Uh, yes. I mean, I had to make decisions. Um, yeah, the Nets are going to have to resell me on uh, on a commitment there. Uh, but it's looking, it's looking early. Early on, it's looking kind of, it's looking kind of great. But uh, if they can, if Ben Simmons gets to that old Ben Simmons, now you're talking. Now I can believe that they they'll be able to do something. They they have long long defenders. They they can switch with everybody. So it's not going to be an issue about defense. It's going to be an issue about offense with the Nets with the Knicks. Um, I like what they're doing. Um, Grimes. I think he's the X factor for me. I think if Grimes can play and take that next step, obviously with Randall, then with Brunson, then with RJ, we're talking about a different Knicks team that maybe takes another step further. So, you know, Randy, you do have a point. You do have a point, a little edge to you with the Knicks, uh, obviously. And, then, you know, they, they are the better team at this point. So, uh, Randy, you know, we, we, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to see when the rivalry goes. We'll see what the Nets do. We'll see what happens. Go go ahead, Robin. Go ahead. So deep set because did you see this Michael Wilbon thing with the Liberty? And because there's yes, yeah, there's something where (laughs) the the Knicks fans are are so passionate. They've been around for so long, and it was good to see like last year's team. And 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 maybe they do have the right management in place right now to build on that. And they weren't far away from being contenders in the East last year, so certainly reasonable. But there there's this like um. I think especially from certain generations, there's this like animosity, I guess, for the way that Brooklyn came on the scene in, in a way that has, I, I've never seen a fan base uh, and a building attacked 
the way that they are. <laughs> As if, how right. dare you uh, exist in the, in the presence of, of mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden? But really, I mean, the, the better both teams are, I think, the, the better for the sport. So uh, you mentioned earlier out West, the sleeper team is OKC. I, I, we, we, we 100% agree on that. Obviously, Denny mentioned Sacramento. Uh, we'll see how the Mavericks do now with a full year of Luka and Kyrie. Um, I, I think it's pretty much going to be Denver, Phoenix, Clippers, Lakers out West. I'll get to LeBron in a second. But out, out in the East, aside from Milwaukee and Boston and the notables of like Philly and New York, is there is there a sleeper team out in the Eastern Conference where I think Miami will take a dip? Um, I think Indiana could be a, a sleeper team. Am I saying top five, top six? Probably not. But that'll be a more fun, entertaining team to watch. Is there a team out east that could be a sleeper team? Yeah, let me look at the um, – I have to look at the, the, the teams for a second. Um, a sleeper team, it, that implies they're going to shake things up and make some noise. I kind of like the yeah. Pacers. Yeah, uh, not as not as like a sleeper team to actually like win anything, mm-hmm. but to be a, a competitive kind of playoff team. I, I put more stock in international basketball than a lot of people do because it, it is slightly different than the NBA, and, and some of the things translate, some of the things don't. But you know, real recognized, real game recognized game. Tyrese Halliburton was one of the guys on that team that that you know he was better. No no shots at Brunson, but he was better than Brunson in that tournament. Uh, Bridges, Halliburton, Edwards were the three best players on that team. And, and mm-hmm. Austin Reeves uh, was good for that team as well. So I, I think with the, the rest of that roster growing around him, I, I could see the Pacers being in that mix with the the Heat, the Knicks, the Nets, the, you know, mm-hmm. the Sixers, all, all those teams that are kind of on the same playing field. And I, and you mentioned Ant Man. I think Minnesota is is one of my my teams too. We did a top five league pass teams last week, and we had Minnesota up there. We had uh, obviously San Antonio with uh, Wembayama, uh, Portland. They, they look brand new. Indiana, uh, Danny's very high on the Orlando Magic. So I, I, to my point, Minnesota is probably aside from OKC, Sacramento. I think Minnesota could make some noise out there too. Yeah, uh, uh, that they still have to figure out that um, the positioning. Because they the the, yeah. the centers are, are too um, overly reliant uh, relied on on that <clears throat> roster as far as the composition, but I'm I'm with you when it just comes to an overall talent standpoint. I'm surprised you would say Cleveland in the East. Can they can they be better this year than they were I don't last think year? Cleveland has the wing players. You know, it, it, it's tough. You saw that exposed by the Knicks, I think, where. Garland's a little bit of an inconsistent scorer. Garland and Mitchell together in the backcourt is going to be tough to to be consistently good defensively. Allen and Mobley, I don't love as a pairing up front um, because you're you're not you're you're not stretching the floor mm-hmm. very much w- with that pairing. So I, I think uh, Cleveland needs those in between guys. All right, Danny Blanco, go ahead. Yeah, that's a good point. If you don't have you don't have a stretch somewhere to you know open the floor, then you don't you know have driving lanes for for Garland and Mitchell. Um, alternate universe, Robin. Alternate mm-hmm. universe, right? Do you think the USA team can beat the best international top five? Oh, you mean you're the top five of international players versus the top five U.S. players? Yes. Um, yeah, but. Only because the international guys are so big heavy when you're just, you know, but the, the international people need to start putting respect on the name 
of international basketball, international leagues. Serbia damn near got to the gold medal without Jokic. And we're sitting here crying about who's not on our team when everybody was in the NBA and, you know, you got a bunch of all-stars or borderline all-stars on the team. You know, these these squads are good. The level of basketball across the world is much, much better than than it was. Um, they, they shouldn't be disrespected. But if you're just letting me choose the five versus the five, I think the and, – and this is a commentary on two things. The advantage would be to the U.S. just because the – the best international players are so big, heavy, and that doesn't make for the, the the most versatile team. But it also shows you that they're doing something right uh, over there as far as developing these guys. And 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 the the American big man is almost a thing of the past. When when you go and and you go to Giannis and Jokic and mm-hmm. B, even Towns is from DR, right? Like. Uh, Who's the best American? Is probably Chet Holmgren <laughs> right now. Um, so th- that's something to look out for. But it, when you're telling me I could have Steph and Tatum and LeBron and and just the versatility that the the U.S. team would have, I, I'd give them the edge. But they they'd be beaten up a little bit inside. Yeah, I'm picking the international because if I if I if I think about a Joker possibly and B possibly. A Giannis possibly, a Luca possibly, a SGA possibly. Play Giannis and Bead and Jokic together. You can't play those guys together. That's my thing. All like all of them play the same spot. Exactly. Uh yeah, yeah. But internationally, internationally, you can move these guys around. So if I'm talking about the best five or the best, like I said, the best five, not even the best five. You get a roster of players from international play. All of uh, then obviously you get a full twelve of USA. That'd be very interesting to watch. But yeah, I, I get the I get the international. You get the edge to USA. Where Andy? <clears throat> Before I get Robin out of here, uh, the one to ask him. I know he's a big a big LeBron fan. Um, are you still one of those guys that feel LeBron is the goat? I'm not going into that convo. I'm not, I'm asking you. Yeah. You don't go backwards once you get there. Like, I'm not okay, I, I, wanna... I don't call you the goat and then you go backwards. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to remind myself. You are one of those guys who said LeBron yeah, yeah. over. Okay. Yeah. Um. Recently. I mean, look, if you think it's Michael Jordan, it's like a reasonable position, too. Well, <laughs> I think like, for me, any of those arguments break down to the most nonsense possible because you're you're basically trying to discredit mm-hmm. one of the two best basketball players who ever lived. Exactly. I mean, I don't think he's the GOAT, uh, Jordan. I, like For me, I, I know he is. It just I, Again, you can ask anybody who's from different eras and everything, but I think when you put the whole – thing in front of the whole resume it's just lebron lebron's resume is fucking phenomenal it just you can't you can't argue that it just depends on what you like whatever you came from are you into the he went to 10 finals but lost six out of those or jordan's undefeated in six finals it depends on what argument you have but espn recently did a top 100 list recently you've probably seen it um so they still have lebron in the top 10 respectfully if for those who don't know uh, they got AD at 10. They got LeBron at number nine. Last year, he was six. They got Danny's boy, SGA, at number eight. They got KD at seven. That's also Danny's boy, uh, Kevin Durant, seven. Tatum, six. And the top five belongs to uh, Steph Curry, Luka, four. Joel Embiid, three. Jokic, two. And Giannis at one. So They got to put respect on Jimmy Butler's name, man. Yeah. You can't even crack the top 10? He's top 10 to me. And also, after last year, Jokic has to be number one. I mean, like, uh, that, yeah. what are you doing? 
But then if, if you put Jimmy in the top 10, who comes out? Oh, AD's out of there, baby. <laughs> AD's out of there, baby. Come on now. Reli- it's about reliability. It's about being on the floor. Jimmy's top five the- when it comes down to Say it. again? Jimmy's top five. If you're talking in the playoffs, it, like, who do I want? Jimmy's top five. See? Light, Randy. Mm. Slight. He got to be in the top 10. Mm. He got to be. That's that's very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. What else have you seen in the last three years to not have Jimmy in the top ten of the NBA 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 uh, NBA uh, season? Well, what else? What, have, what else do you need to see? I mean, there's there's a lot of guys you could put in the top ten. I'm sorry, there's, there's, there's only ten spots. You could put Dame in there. You could put you could put uh, Devin Booker in there. But you, you could put Jimmy in there. But he's not. But I think what you got is probably the you know when everybody's healthy, those probably the top ten. Could AD come out? Sure, he can come out. You don't play a lot of games, but is Jimmy the first guy you think of to come in to swap for AD? I don't, I don't know. Jimmy get Giannis out of here. Jimmy based, take say again? him out of here. I mean, multiple. No, no, no. Based on that list, <laughs> yeah. Based on that list. Based on that list. There's guys. Based on that list, he's gotten out of here. <laughs> based on that list, it's only AD. Based on that list, I'm not taking Giannis off. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking LeBron off. That top ten? Hell no. But AD, yeah. No, what I'm saying is if you take AD off, is Jimmy Butler the first guy you think of to replace him? Because there is, there is, like I said, Dame, there's Devin Booker, there's some other guy. Like, okay, is Jimmy Butler better than those guys. You say what? He's better than those guys. Thank you. Last three years, baby. It's the resume. Come on now. What else do you have to see? By himself. Jimmy got... Jimmy got hurt pretty bad against the Knicks. I think I, they, they didn't really say it. I don't know what the mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. saw it on the floor the way he was yes. down. He was hurt. Uh, yes, and he was not the he was not the same guy from that point forward. Yeah, the remainder of the playoffs. But the guy that you saw before that, and the guy you saw the playoffs before that, and the guy that you saw in the finals uh, against the Lakers in the bubble. You know all those things. Add up to like I, I don't know how you can see that over and over and over again. And mm. at least if we want to put the playoff moniker in front of him and, and not say playoff Jimmy Butler isn't a top ten player. So do you agree, LeBron at nine? I mean, that's about right. I, the fact that LeBron's on the list at all—he's the oldest player in the league. <laughs> I, I know people say that, but you think and put it in that con. Yeah, has the, the oldest player in the league ever been top ten before in his grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa LeBron. Mm. Now you're right, and then the fact that he's in what year twenty one, twenty one. Like Robin, that's so. Wow. Like I, I told Dennis last week, it's amazing how you could say, "Oh, LeBron, LeBron, a twenty year vet, Kevin Durant, seventeen year vet." And you you sit back and think about, damn, they, they've been around that long. Like sometimes you just don't really think about it in real time. Like Katie's been around a long time. LeBron too. Like Curry's getting up there as well. I'm like, damn, like now we're going into this new era of the Lucas and Giannis and all that. I get it. But it's like, makes you feel like, damn, my, my, this era is like dwindling down a bit. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, but that's the way it works, right? Like it, it just, it kind of, um, it shows your own age. That's, that's where it gets you a little bit. I mean, I remember watching LeBron in high school, and now he's 21 years <laughs> into an NBA career. I'm seeing LeBron little gray hair, and in the, in the, in the, 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 I'm like, oh, my God, LeBron got the gray hair. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, my God, it's crazy. But he still, he still get 30 a game, 29 mm-hmm. a game. For 21 years. Exactly. For 21 years to do something at that high level every year. I mean, you, you know, not have – I mean, time off. Yeah. 21 years. 
Mm-hmm. That is that is commitment. That's excellence, right? Even there. so committed, they might play in, in the Olympics next year. You, you, th- you know, you got LeBron want to play, KD want to play, you got Curry want to play. Like AAU, it's a it's an AAU, it's an AAU summer off. It's the whole season. Not- They're in Paris. That that's a good yeah. reason why to go. So LeBron's yeah. gonna bring the Avengers. I know Rob's a big comic guy, yeah. so the Avengers are coming now. I, I hope what twelve you're gonna bring? Everybody, everybody want to play? Yeah, they're not all gonna get selected. They're not. They got to build a team. You can't just randomly right. throw all stars together. They're not <laughs> guys that have shown commitment. Some of them are going to get rewarded. Yeah, that were on the last team, and some of it will be roster construction. I mean, I've already seen they they want Drew Holiday. Yeah, who's not a name that you typically mention, but Drew Holiday was the second best player I think on the last Olympic team, at least impactful next to Kevin Durant. So you have to think of roster construction now. So all these guys can go out there and say they want to be there. Doesn't mean they're getting chosen. Then you got any more before Robin heads out of here? No, it's about the roster, baby. You got to line up the roster, USA roster, right before you make a move against the world. So, yeah, thank you so much, Robin. We appreciate you for coming on, man. We appreciate you, man. Please come on some more. I know you're a busy man, but please come on some more. We'd like to pick your brain about what's going on in the NBA. You always got the uh, right answers. See, Randy? Before you go, Fair. before you go, Robin, NBA Finals, who you got? Hmm. NBA Finals. Wow. I think I'm trying to help, hurt his brain. To help you out, I think I had Celtics. I think I'm a walking Celtics. Into Phoenix. Celtics. Celtics. Celtics Nuggets. Ah, give it to me. <laughs> does 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 LeBron Celtics get Nuggets. one more, Robin, before he before he's done? Is it over? Yeah. I mean, That's if he different. does, that would be remarkable. But yeah, if I'm betting, you know, every other possible outcome versus that yeah. one specific outcome, um, I'm taking every other possible outcome. So he, so he can't even tie Kobe with five. Uh, who cares? <laughs> he passed Kobe a he's, long time. He's ago. still a go-to, he's so you don't play great Kobe Bryant, but you know he, pa- he passed. Kobe. I do have one more question. I- I'll bring it to f- football real quick. I know you, like I said, you're a big comic guy. Um, Wolverine's a guy that you know heals very quickly. You know he gets hurt. He's in five minutes. He's you know, fucking healed. Two minutes. Aaron Rodgers gets a, a, a torn Achilles a month ago, and they're talking about he might be coming back to play this year, hopefully in the playoffs, whatever. Um, I'd never seen anything like it. I've seen KD tear the Achilles and Kobe, and they they were out for a year. A year. Do you think there is a possibility that, one, he's telling the truth that he might, he's trying, but do you think that there is a 1% chance that the Jets make it far, playoffs, whatever, that Aaron Rodgers could be back on the field this season? They'll have a QB controversy if that's the case. Um, because you got to remember what you're looking at in this scenario, right? The scenario that you're laying out is that the Jets are contending long enough for Aaron Rodgers to be able to return. Um, I think the the precedent right now for fastest Achilles return is Cam Akers at five and a half months. Let's just say, let's just say Rodgers is half a month faster because he doesn't have to play running back, doesn't have to cut, do all that stuff. So let's say five months. He got hurt in what, September? October, November, December, January. That you're you're talking about the AFC Championship game. So if the Jets make it to the AFC Championship game, <laughs> and Zach, no one's saying Zach Wilson is better than Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if the Jets make it to the AFC Championship game, are you then parachuting in someone off an Achilles injury who hasn't played all season into that environment rather than the quarterback who's been behind center to get you to that point? It's hard to, you know, it's easy to say now, of course you put in error, but in the scenario you're, you're outlining. Yeah. I think they have a QB controversy. 
We think Danny. You think A Rod coming back this year? No. Yes. Two 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 years possible. Two years is Achilles. First, it has to heal. Then he has to. Then he has to heal his mental for actually working through the the rehab mm-hmm. of actually going through it. I know because I tore my Achilles. It's not. It's not. It's not. Man, even a year, please. I'd be surprised and I'd be shocked. Two years minimal. He's not coming back. My last question. No, no lie. Uh, for what you've been seeing so far, who do you think will make the Super Bowl, Robin? Uh, you have to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Um, They've been to at least the AFC Championship game every year that Mahomes has been the quarterback, so that's the the safe bet. Uh, in the NFC, it's the Eagles or the 49ers. Uh, I'll go with San Fran. So let's say Chiefs, San Fran. You run it back from a few years ago. Oh, a rematch from what, 2021, 20? It happened at some point. It wasn't that long ago. Pre-pandemic, right? Pre-pandemic? Yeah, yeah 19 with 19. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin Lumberg, Sports Illustrated. Find him on Twitter uh, at Robin Lumberg. Find Denny Blanco at Sir Denny Blanco on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. Myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J, C-R-U-Z. The podcast is on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music, and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love and support for you boys. On the program from Randy Cruz, Denny Blanco, Robin Lumberg, we out. It's in the game. Yes, sir.